time for the next wave. Scores! Braden Point got it done. 35 seconds into overtime. There are great players. Ryan O'Reilly, come get the Conn Smythe Trophy. Superstars. Puck up three, From Craig Bergeron, who tied the game and won it in overtime. Even Hall of Famers after the first round. Becky scores! Moving on now to the next wave, Craig, and we're talking about a goaltender, Drew Comesso, uh, with the uh, U.S. National Development Team, and he's ranked 75th on the Craig's list. And this guy had a pretty exceptional season in the USHL for the U.S. program when it comes to numbers. 2.05 goals against average, 920 save percentage. Now, we all know it's not about uh, all about uh, stats when you're evaluating a player, so what kind of goalie do you see when you watch him? Well, I see a goaltender that really developed over his two seasons with National Team Development Program. And again, we talk about watching over a period of time. You know, you know, what are you mastering? What what are you overcoming? What are you working on with respect to your play that gives you a, a greater opportunity to be successful? And and I clearly saw that with Drew. You know, his his team, the the two thousand and two born group. Uh, with the National Team Development Program, was very, very different than the 2001 group with Jack Hughes et al., who were an unbelievable offensive machine in terms of their ability to, to take the puck and score and overwhelm teams offensively. Drew's team was very different. They were a team that, you know, had to play hard. and Not that the old one group didn't play hard, but they had to really be tight and hard without the pocket defensively, because they couldn't score at will like the old one group. And so it, it, the requirements of the old two group were very different, which also put a different requirement on Drew and the goaltending, because you, you don't have the benefit of being able to, you know, allow a goal here or a goal there that, you know, oh, don't worry in the end equation, we were able to win that game 5-3. Mm-hmm. This team had to win games 2-1 and 3-2. And the USHL is a very, very demanding league. It's tight, it's hard, and when you're young and you're a 16-year-old and then a 17-year-old in that league, to hold your own competitively is one thing. But as a team, to be able to understand this is what our strengths are and this is how we're going to have to have success, listen, Drew was a big part of their success in that league this year. And you know, when you watch a, a goaltender continuously, you know, work on the intricacies of goaltending and continuously master them and get better, and, and he's still got a lot of room to get better, very, very impressive what Drew Comesso did. So what are some of those things that, um, as a goaltender, he needs to improve on? Obviously, it sounds like uh, he has a pretty solid positioning uh, anyway, but what are some of the things that you think he needs to work on to get to that next level? Well, I mean, like any other goaltender, I mean, I, I, I use the phrase and I'll continue to use it because it applies. You know, you, you draft a you draft a pitcher in, in baseball. Well, the pitcher has to learn how to how, how to how to pitch. While you draft a goaltender, now the goaltender has to learn how to goaltend. That, that that's just part of it. You know, your your technique, your your understanding, your 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 confidence in holding position. Right. I mean, that comes with reps. That comes with understanding. That comes with maturity. So when I talk about Drew, so 
physically and athletically, I see no drawbacks in, in Drew's game, none whatsoever. Does, does he have the explosive quickness uh, of an Askarov or, uh, or of a Spencer Knight? Mm-hmm. No, I don't see that. And, and, and if I did, he'd be up in that category of goaltender. But do I see somebody that could be a really good goaltender, you know, giving physical maturity and given the time to, to, to work on those areas of the game? Absolutely. So athletically, you know, he, he's got the requisite capabilities physically. He, he also has a really good mind for the game. He reads the play. You know, and reading the play isn't just about, oh, i got to get there. That's athletic. It's about getting yourself in those positions ahead of time where you just say, hey, that's where the play's coming. I Now I can commit there. And, you know, you have to be able to do it. It's not just about athleticism. And I think that Drew has a really strong awareness and sense for the game and what's unfolding in front of him, which allows him to get himself into the right positions. He doesn't have to overplay. Patient. He's a patient goaltender. And I think that's one of the hardest things to teach with young goaltenders. Just be patient. David Pryor, longtime goaltending coach in the NHL with the Vegas Golden Knights now, to me, that's one of the biggest things that he tried to impress upon Gold. Don't give up your position. Just be patient. If you've got the positioning and, you're, and, and you understand where the challenges are around you and you're reading the play well, trust yourself. And I think that's where good goaltenders become better goaltenders. But I think Drew has already demonstrated that he's got the patience in his game uh, to, to, to be an NHL goaltender. He's got some choices uh, uh, committed to Boston University, which has produced a first overall pick and Olympic champion and uh, Rick DiPietro in Jim Craig in uh, different eras. And uh, on the flip side, the Quebec Ramparts uh, have drafted him so he could go play for Patrick Waugh. But is this a guy who could use two to three years in the college game uh, developing and getting stronger and working on things? Well, he needs time. He needs yeah. wherever he, whatever decision he would want to go and make. You know, he's made the decision to go to college, right? But he needs time and he needs instruction. And you know, one of the things I try to impress upon young players is, you know, I'm not. I would never tell a player that this is better for you than that, mm-hmm. college or junior. And I tell I tell young players this all the time, Dean. If, if anybody tells you that this is better for you than that, run for the hills because <laughs> they don't know. What what they need to impress upon you is, okay. Here's what this uh, path can lead to and offers. Here's what this path can lead to and offers. And what do you need? Okay, so what does Drew need? He needs really good uh, coaching in terms of his development. And so, okay, what does this, what, what does this, uh, let's use Drew. What does Quebec offer in that regard? What does Boston University offer mm-hmm. in that regard? And then you make your decision based on it. Because being a student athlete, is very different than being a junior player. Doesn't mean you're not going to to, to to school or continuing on your education. But when you're at an educational institution, it's required that you be a good student athlete right. to be able to maintain your eligibility. So you have to also ask yourself that question too, as as a prospective player, Do, am I going to commit as a student as much as I am as an athlete? And you know, it's not. It, it's all these things put together, and that's where the evaluation has to go. But it doesn't change the development path for Drew. He needs he needs time, as you point out, and he also needs to be able to access the instruction that's going to help him utilize that time. Craig Button joins us, courtesy of the UFFS Hotline. Get in the game where you own the game at UFFSports.com. And, of course, you've uh, partnered up in this with high-level scouting uh, with uh, my better half, uh, Trish 
And man, she is, uh, you know, you have given her the great recommendations of the players she should go after. And she's reeling them in. Like she re- like Shane Wright, obviously, that was the number one guy that uh, you and her had targeted. And she went out and got him. So uh, I think high-level scouting is really on the rise in this platform. Well, Trish is sharp. I, I, I can tell you how scouting works, Dean, in this regard. Okay, so Trish is managing the whole operation, and she's got to make those decisions. And you know, I, you know, you say I'm giving her great recommendations. Well, I feel I'm giving her great recommendations. But if Trish finds out I'm not giving her great recommendations, <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> I know that I'm going to be my feet are going to be held to the fire. So uh, I will continue. To, to make sure that I provide her with up-to-date information that can help her have confidence in the pursuit of the players that she's trying to acquire. And, you know, I'm, 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 I'm very confident in my abilities, but more importantly, I'm confident in Trisha's abilities to put it all together and to get those players. All right. Uh, the listeners, for you out there, you can join the game as a scout right now. Head to uffsports.com. Uh, the next wave starts on Saturday. That's where we'll be. Uh, I get to bid finally as a franchise owner on some of the. Oh, so I'll be bidding against Trish. Isn't that going to be an interesting Saturday afternoon in our household? Well, what I would suggest is, you know what, go to a park somewhere <laughs> and do it outside the house. Yeah, exactly. you know, don't, don't be doing it because, you know what, uh, you know, I mean, obviously this is somebody that you love and you care about, right? But you also know she's really shrewd. Yes. And. I think you would be in a better position to be in a locale someplace away from her because I think she might take advantage of it. Yeah, she might clean my clock. All right, (laughs) let's continue on with the next wave. And we're talking about Alexander Passion, a right winger from, uh, he played in UFA, and he's ranked 47th on your list. And he has skating, he's got the hands. I watched some videos of him making some really nice plays. I also watched some videos of him maybe overcomplicating things, skating into kind of clogged areas, maybe going through multiple players. Is that an area uh, of concern for you, despite his tremendous skill? So, uh, you know, I think I think the observations you make are really, really, uh, you know, spot on. So, you know, so I'm, I'm looking at Alexander Passion, and now I would look at how you describe the, the, those, those areas of him. And so now I'm looking at it and going, okay, developmental okay i can say to myself okay can we talk to the player and help him understand that so that he that he's not putting himself in, in, into these areas compromising positions where he can't take full advantage of you love the fact that he's that he takes the initiative that he's willing to do it he puts the he puts the puck on his stick and take and, and, and wants to be a difference maker but you know if you're not using your skills to the best of your abilities, what ends up ha- happening is that now it, it becomes, you know, you're working against yourself. You're, you're, you're not able to do what you're best at. And, and that can lead to frustration. So now the next step would be sitting down with the player, sitting down with his coaches and, and, and talking to them and trying to get intel and insight on how does he learn and has, have these things been expressed to him? Does he understand it? Because if he understands it, and there's no reason for me to believe he doesn't, then you can work with him on, on, on in that developmental area. If, if he doesn't understand it, he's going to continue to make the same mistakes. And now that becomes an inherent flaw instead of a developmental flaw. I'll share a story with you. There, there was a player that, uh, very, very good player, very, very skilled player. 
And his skating was a significant attribute, really significant attribute. But he was always wanting to go at the same speed all the time. So when, when I talked to the player, I said to him, I said, listen, I said, your, your speed is fantastic, but you don't change gears. And now you become really easy to defend against because everybody on the other team knows that you're coming at one speed so they can manage it. Uh, I'll use a baseball analogy. Everybody can hit the fastball. Mm-hmm. If you don't, if you don't, if you don't throw off speed uh, pitches uh, to major league hitters, they're going to eat you alive, right? So you got to be able to change speeds. And so, you know, we had. I, I, I said to the player, try these things, and, and he. And I'm telling you what, an unbelievable worker, an unbelievable person with respect to wanting to be good, and understood that at younger ages he could do these things. And so, what we did with him is we asked him to, okay. Get the puck, start at just the top of the circles in your own zone. Accelerate at the blue line. Accelerate to another gear at the red line. Even try to go to another gear at, at the offensive blue line. Now gear down mm-hmm. at the top of the circle. Go around the net and keep repeating this and keep doing that. Try to try to manage your speeds and gearing up and gearing down. And, and we would try to change and, uh, the cadence, like, speed up at the blue line, slow down at the red line, speed up at the blue line. I, I can tell you this, Steve, he worked at that every single day. Couldn't do it because it was an inherent flaw. He didn't understand it. And he tried and he worked at it. So when I give you that, when I give you that comparison and I give you that example, and this was a first-round pick in the National Hockey League, <laughs> and so when, I, when, when, when he asked me about passion, and that's where I would go with it. I, I like his energy. Mm-hmm. I like his. I like his his ability to create offense. I like his desire. He, he's also got a little bit of an edge to him too. I've seen him, you know, uh, you know, get right invested and go after people for his size. So he's got a feistiness to him. But if you cannot get those other areas of your game in order, it doesn't matter all those other things. You're not going to be uh, able to reach that potential that that that, that I think that he has. But that would be the next step that I would have to go to to really get confident. Keep in mind that word, confidence. Mm-hmm. It's not about saying I want this guy or I don't want this guy. It's about having confidence that that is the guy. Yeah, because like from what I've seen, his skating and like his hands, yep. his feet, his edge work, it's all spectacular. Yep, totally agree. <laughs> <laughs> Just got to get the other parts. Do you know if he's yeah, staying well, in Russia for a while? Well, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I, like, I, I don't know what his plans are, but, but, but I mean, that's, his, I mean, that's my understanding uh, at this point in time, and we'll leave it at that. But yeah. you know, again, like uh, when, when we talk about you know going through the process of those next steps, talking to coaches, talking to him, has, you know, does he understand this? That's where you build up the confidence and say, okay, we need, we want this player. Or conversely, you know what? we're not so sure we want him. We're going to take this other player over him. This is a serious message. Craig Button joins us on the Ultimate Franchise Fantasy Sports Hotline. Become a scout and make money while providing prospects to the Ultimate Franchise Hockey League. What'd you talk about, mister? Pay that man his money. I'm your huckleberry. Check out the details at www.uffsports.com. It's serious. I like it a lot. I said we got a winner. UFFS, you own the game.